When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Maryland sports fans, there's only one sports book in the great state of Maryland with over 50 years experience booking bets and supporting customers. Betfred Sportsbook at Long Shots is now open and is the only sports book in Frederick offering cash betting on football, basketball, world soccer, and more. Visit the Betfred Sportsbook at I-270 and MD-85 in Frederick, right next to Longshot's Off-Track Betting. Go to BetfredSports.com for more information and your chance to win exclusive merchandise. Must be 21 or older. Play responsibly. For help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Loud Spot. I'm your host, Sebastian Cosby. Right out of Oklahoma City. What? What are you doing that for? I can't hear shit. I can. can. Oh, you can hear hear you. Can you hear me? Yeah. You're good. Hold on. I'll be right back. And that's how we start the show. And that's actually going to be on on the, on the on Friday. When we get this. <laughs> Rudy, my intro, man. <laughs> so we are here with Dean O'Shaughnessy, right? Yes, sir. With the DNS Agency and Entertainment Group. Right? Yep. You all got right. it. So tell us, what is the DNS Agency all about? What do you do? Um. I work with uh, work on a lot of projects, do a lot of collaboration. I do artist management. Um, I manage five different artists. Um, I work and collab with several artists on different projects. Um, just started to get into film and uh, work on some things on film um, as well. Um, I go out and uh, spend some time out on tour, helping support some folks. Um, it's been out on the road um, for months on end at a time sometimes. Um, so you name it, um, everything all in entertainment. So it's all kind of uh, conducive to the DNS agency. That's cool, man. How in the heck do you even get into that? Like, let's say somebody's like, that sounds like a really cool job. I want to do that because essentially you're a band manager. Is that correct? Yeah, I manage five artists. Okay. So how does so, how do you even get into something like that? Were you just going to concerts and then you became friends with bands and said, I'm going to start a company or did you get hired on with someone? Give us the lowdown, man. You know, matter of fact, I was working in retail, um, in leadership capacities, running stores. Um, and at the time I was, uh, back in 05, I was working with Best Buy. And at that time, 80% of the floor space, um, was designated to, you know, media. So DVDs, CDs, um, music, 
Um, so I started getting um, acclimated to, you know, in-store appearances and the entertainment folks were running the entertainment division. Um, Gary Arnold, who's um, his bless his heart since has since passed, but he was a big influence and he was the director of entertainment for Best Buy. Um, used to be the the COO at uh, Hollywood Records, and um, really, I think at the time, I think like Chicken Foot was breaking. Um, there was just a lot of folks that were coming inside stores. We were doing a lot of different type of events, and so I really looked at you know how do you apply, how do you work with um, you know. I was already working in managing retail, working in corporate America, running operations, developing the brand, building the financials out. Um, And then how do you, and I was like, it kind of applies to music too. Um, You know, it's just a different customer base, right? So instead of having customers come to your store, I mean, you got fans. And and so I started getting hooked up. I started uh, managing a local band um, in my spare time. And I uh, did that and I started going out to see shows and getting, um, you know, just knee deep into the local scene in uh, in Sacramento, California. So I started working with artists and there was ways for artists to get into distribution without uh-huh. being signed to a major label. And so nobody knew that. Like they thought you had to be in a major label to get distribution, but there was there was a way. It was actually within the company, but you kind of had to know somebody on the inside that could kind of share that with you, Right. And so I kind of became that guy um, as a resource for people to connect with. Okay, so that's so, kind of where it started back in 05. Would you say you kind of naturally fell into your position? Like you just kind of got lucky and just – you were working it, but it just kind of worked out for you to get to where you're at today without it, having to try as hard as maybe some other did, people. Well, yeah, were. you know – I found that artists and needed representation just like organizations needed leadership, right? And so the same rules applied, right? With having strong values, work ethic, um, you know, a tenacity for results. And so I just, I looked at that and, and, you know, when it came to managing groups or managing my first group, you know, I was a corporate buyer at one time um, for the largest retailer in the world, um, had a budget of $550 million dollars. Um, of my responsibilities. So I just, (laughs) I was like, this is kind of, it was kind of similar. And, you know, bands needed to have somebody that could represent them um, that could speak on their behalf, could, um, you know, could contact the label and could have that conversation with CEO, could have that conversation or have that meeting and facilitate that deal or that structure. Um, And it was something that was in my wheelhouse um, because of my background in um in business so that's where it started i was working with best buy at the time so when you first started going on tours right you started touring with some of these bands and you've been on some pretty big tours i would assume right you know i didn't yeah i didn't start doing it like a hundred percent all in until a couple years ago but Okay. um, okay i had a i had an opportunity to um i met uh scott and jacqueline staff about five years ago and had opportunity, became friends with those folks and, and their families, the greatest people in the world. And uh, and I was asked uh, if I would consider the opportunity to go out and work with Scott and uh, and handle like VIP meet and greets and you know security wow. and and take care of the hospitality and just just kind of do do all things on tour. And I thought, you know, it was something that. Uh, you know, running Black Fridays and stuff in retail and 10,000 people and orchestrating the chaos. 
I'm like, yeah. I, could the, I could do the concert, right? I got that. Um, I can do the meet and greet. I could do the security. I could do the. And so I really couldn't come up with a reason why not. <laughs> right. Yeah. Dude, I got, a, I got an interesting question. So when when one of your bands, right, one of your five bands is going on to a podcast. Do you let do you do you say hey make sure you don't announce this make sure you don't announce that would that be you no you know um, that would have <laughs> probably been before you know um, I think that you know one of the things talking to Julian and Maddie of Rev Theory because they're one of the artists I manage okay and you know we always talking about being authentic right and being That's, real yeah. um, and I think that there's there's obviously if you're going to go on Good Morning America. You're going to want a little bit structure. You're going to want some, one of our PR team. You're going to want somebody to talk with you and just say, hey, you know, maybe some do's and don'ts if it's your first time out. Right, but, right. Um, you know, nowadays, like, people don't want things scripted, man. You know, no, they, yeah. want, they just want to keep it real. And they want to know that it's genuine and authentic, um, you know, when you get what you see. So, no, I, I, I don't. Um, you know, maybe after the call, I'm always the the type of person that says – you know, hey, maybe next time we look at it this way. Right. right? right we feel right, comfortable right. Um, with what, whatever has been said. Um, but uh, but now I, I, I just I want it to be organic. I want it to be real with folks. You know, I had a couple of people, t- other podcasters tell me you should really script, you know, get your questions. And honestly, dude, I have like two questions to ask you on this piece of paper. Everything else I just kind of make up off of whatever you tell me. Yeah. And I think, you know, there's. When you, you know, working with certain people, I can tell you the questions are always the same, right? right? So if you're working with an artist that maybe was part of a prior project, it's always the question about the prior project. If if the the, the band has changed a singer, the question always about the singer, right? Like right. It's, and in the artist, I can tell you really want to talk about other stuff, right? They, they want to have a conversation, shoot the shit, um... And, you know, if there's things like upcoming releases or they're going to go mm-hmm. on tour and those type of things, they'll plug that, you know. Absolutely. Yeah. And, I, you know, I try to, like, not say the same old boring shit, dude, on every single episode. So when, when you were when you were coming on, I was like, man, what am I going to ask him? I don't know what I'm going to ask him. But Lies. <laughs> Lies. Lies. <laughs> Who's he talking to, you or me? I Probably both. Uh, I'm, I'm, <laughs> Mostly you, Sebastian. Mostly you. Okay, hey, okay. just to let you know real quick, we got two songs keyed up, one from Red Theory, one from Eve Adam, uh, so we can share those later on. So Okay. okay. Uh, what songs yeah, did we, we queue up? I have no idea. I have no idea. Probably the ones that aren't released yet, Sam, we somehow got a hold of them. <laughs> no, no, I would never, never do that. As an artist manager myself, I would never do that to Dean. Just kidding. Yeah, they are. They're all non-release songs. He sent them to me. I got them now. <laughs> yeah, the first, uh, the first one, I did forget the name, uh, is from Rev Theory. It was about seven months ago. Uh, the second one is Eve to Adam and is Day Drinking. So. Oh, okay. That's a great song. Okay. Probably, probably remember me as yeah. the one from Rev Theory. Yeah, here, here we go. All right, let's play it. Remember me, I was the one who left the reservation. 
That is super cool. That's a cool song. I like. Uh, how, how long have you been managing Rev Theory for? Um, you know what's interesting? I've been officially managing them um, almost two years. Um, okay. And uh, what's interesting is I met those guys. I had them in an in-store appearance when they released their Light It Up album in 08. Oh, and yeah. So I, that I had met them and their TM at the time. And the opening band for them was one of the, was the group I was managing, and uh, and so Julian Jorgensen, um, founding guitarist and songwriter, you know we've stayed in touch since '08, um, and then you know there was um, a period of time for about five or six years that they, they were inactive and not working on things, and you know Julian and I've always kind of kept in touch, and um, we just started talking about where things were at, where I was at with music. Right, you know, devoting hundred percent and where I had come from. So um, you know, it's just one of those things like uh, matter of fact, I was talking to him today um for an hour and just talking about where we're at, what things we got coming up and and just, you know, I find that good people in life want to be around good people. And right. so a lot of the people like even Eve to Adam, I met Taki fourteen years ago, um, when he was opening for Daughtry, you know, okay. at a yeah. local show. And uh, so my relationships typically are long lasting. They're like lifelong. Um, and I, I just don't like to have bad relationships um, or have bad people, you know, like I just, just, just don't have time. Uh, no room. <laughs> so, is that, so is that something you take into consideration when you're going to manage a band? Let's say there's a band you like, and you're, you know what? They need, a, they need a good manager. I'm available. They're looking for a new one, maybe. If you don't personally really like them that much as people, do you kind of tend to stay away, even if you like their music? Yeah, you know, I think you have to you have to to work with people that um, you want to represent them. You know, right. and I think it's it's just immensely important, right? That when you go out and you work with an artist, no different than working for a Fortune 500 company, right? Like, you know, if you're going to go work for Google or Apple or um, you know Tesla, I mean, you got to represent. And I think the same thing for me goes with artistry and, and artist management is that, you know, being able to represent the artist um, with the highest integrity and morals and values, but, um, you know, what they stand for, you know, what they're about. And sometimes, you know, I got to have them explain the lyrics to me. <laughs> like, what, what's the message, um, you know, and uh, those type of things. But, yeah, I, I definitely think those relationships that you keep close in your life, you gonna spend a lot of time with somebody yeah. um, and invest in them. Um, you've got to you've got to be good with what's going on, right? Now, and you said earlier you have five artists um, that you manage right now. Are is that like an average number for you? Do you ever go more than five? Is it ever just like a couple at a time, or it, I guess it would fluctuate, right? 
It would, you know, look at, uh, you know, because the amount of activity and the things that are going on, I think, you know, one of the pro- one of the things that's important to understand is that, um, you know, the more the more people get managed or the, the, the folks, the more diluted things get. Right. And, yeah. you know, I've met people and they haven't talked to their manager in, um, you know, months and they don't get called back. And I'm like, you know, that that I'm you know 24 seven. I work. Um, for my artist, and I'm always available, always get back to them, always respond. Um, but I work on a collaborate a lot of product projects. Like I'm working with a band, um, the Ghost Town Rebellion, who's got a single coming out. They've been oh, working that's on it. Right. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I'm friends with uh, Sean. And they've been yeah, on, so, they've been on the so, show. so we work together. So I don't manage the band, but we've been working on collaborating for over a year and working on content, the development of the album. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to release it. Um, just sent me the video, got the final edits on the, the single artwork, um, for a rabbit hole. Um, he was just messaging me here about an hour ago. Um, you know, That's so all, song, right? rabbit hole Rabbit is going to be the new single. Okay, um, yeah. I'll send it to you so that you can, you can see it. I'll, I'll send you a private link for the video, but, cool. uh, awesome. just really, really an awesome track, man. The video was done so well, but I, I work on, you know, uh, somebody wants to release a song. Um, I work with a group called Inner Image out of Texas, and um, they were in Houston. And, you know, we started working on some stuff for a few months. So sometimes if somebody wants to work with me, maybe they're going to release a single. Or maybe they need help with um, solidifying a relationship with a booking agent. Um, Maybe they need to do a press release because they've had some changes and they need to get – they need somebody that has a good PR person. Um, And I work with Shauna O'Donnell, and and she's she's great. Um, You know, she she works with a lot of A-listers. Um, as far as, um, you know, PR is concerned. So I've surrounded myself with just great, talented people. Now, we all kind of like are on the same page with just wanting to do the best things for artists and right. then, you know, getting the best outcomes. So you want to play Eve, uh, it's Eve to Adam, right? Um, but b- before I play that, I do want to ask you, uh, would you say that with the different bands, and the man- the, with your management style, do you categorize like booking agent, record label uh distribution like you have categories that you have to go across and and check off the list as a band manager you know i think that's kind of the vetting process you know about like where people are at and in order for me to say i'm going to manage somebody you know i manage um you know i manage a group called dreamers crime and they're we're going to be releasing a single um the on the 23rd of this month and the guys are in australia and, nice. you know, one of the things for them was being, a, you know, to establish relationships here in the U.S. because they've toured the Philippines, they've toured uh, Vietnam, they've, they've done some touring for a couple of years, but they haven't established themselves here. So, like, for their goal is to work through the U.S. and the U.K., right? right. So that's, that's for them. And, you know, versus, like, Rev Theory, Rev Theory has done the U.S. tour, Right. So, oh, yeah. I mean, they've toured with everything from Avenged Sevenfold and then Five Finger and they, you know, Buck Cherry Hinder took them out for a long time. And um, but Evanescence had had got their feet wet over in Europe in 08. Amy Lee took them over to Europe. So our focus for Rev, because they've they've done a lot of the U.S. stuff, is to grow them down to South America uh-huh. and in Europe and then come back. So it's like each each artist and the needs, they vary. So yeah. it isn't like a cookie cutter approach and be like, Hey, here's the deal. Like there is a process to release music. There's a process for certain things you need to be doing to um, engage your fans. 
But so, so five bands could be a little bit, could be a lot on your plate. You know, it is. It is. You know, I think it's it's a good number. Um, you know, I have a band, uh, Chaos Magic, Katarina. She's down in Chile, and she's releasing her third album through Frontiers. She's signed to an Italian label, and they've done some U.S. touring, but she's not done South America, and she's not done the U.S. Um, you know, and then it, it's just like each group. Tulip's a symphonic metal band that's out of Dallas, Texas, who went out with Evergrey. Um, and we're working on some things. We're about to release an EP here for their new material. And, um, you know, again, the needs are just, they're different. So yeah. whether it's touring, you know, they're, you know, Rev does, is not going to be touring the U S right now. They're going to be touring international. They're going to come back to the U S versus like, you know, the guys are in Australia. They want to come here. They want to come to the U S. Right. Um, you know, uh, yeah, dude, that, 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 I just imagine how much, just, I'm sure you write everything down. I would assume you write everything down somewhere. I do want to play uh, Eve to Adam. You know, I always thought this song, this band was called From Eve to Adam for some reason. I don't know why no, I thought Eve, that. <laughs> Eve Adam, and this is actually their 20th year commemorative on their cool. first album that they had started with Desmond Child. So we're going to be doing a project here um, in his honor this year um, because talking to guys, that's who actually he got started with was Desmond. Awesome. And what's the name of this song we're going to play? Uh, Day Drinking. There you go. Time. We can't miss the show. He's not answering, man. I'm trying. F- it, I need a drink.
Hell yeah, man. I wonder if they actually got drunk in the making of that uh, <laughs> that, 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 that film. I got, I got a hangover just watching it. <laughs> dude, we are totally getting dinged on YouTube, and like, we're getting hella dinged, dude. Like, we're, getting dinged, we're getting hella dinged on YouTube and Facebook. <laughs> we don't make any money off of this anyway, so. No, that's true. We, we do not. So it's about, it's about sharing the music, right, Dean? That's it what is, it's man. About. That's right. That's right. I think it's interesting to have a band manager on. I think it's neat. Instead of your bands coming on, we have you on, and we get to have more bands than just one. The number one question, right, is always, um, I think Sam, when he sent me the note, you know, I was like, which band was just about the interview? And, of course, I always, you know, it's kind of like from high to low, right? Like, just meaning, like, popularity-wise and people that know that I, I associate with certain people, I work with certain people, I manage certain people, so... You know, I typically I always kind of can guess, you uh, know, who it's going to be about, um, at least, you know, in current state. Um, and then he's like, no, you. And I'm like, I'm like for what? <laughs> <laughs> he said, you know, uh, it's, it's interesting. It's really interesting for people that are in bands to hear uh, another perspective instead of just another band. They, they want to like bands are going to love this interview over anyone. All right. For reason why I picked it is because I'm the one spewing the same thing you've been spewing this whole entire time. So maybe if someone else hears another manager say the same thing, then they'll maybe start getting it, start figuring out. I doubt it. I doubt it because you and I both know there's there's a level of people in this industry. So um that will listen, and then there's the others that will not listen. They do it their own way, which is fine. They're entitled to it. So, uh, but I wanted to hear from from you the exact same stuff I've been spewing for. I don't know what now thirty episodes. A lot, <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah. I tell folks, you know, everything's possible. Um, you know, it's just it's it's one of these things where you know you got to believe you got to have faith but i mean you have to be tenacious with how you how hard you work right and you have to um you know go to sleep thinking about it wake up thinking about it um but everything's possible i mean i i look at everything from you know who i've met and where i've been and the relationships and you know the things that have just kind of that have just happened and, you know, if you were to write them down, people were like, you know, they'd probably say no way. And I'm like, man, if you believe that everything's possible in life, it, it truly will, will start to present itself. And what I find, Sam, and you probably do too, um, Sebastian, you probably hear a lot about this, is all the reasons why it isn't. And I'm like, well, yeah. you know, if that's the focus, then, then you know, you're going to always be where you're at, right? So it's always about how can you move things forward? How can you accomplish result um, and, and know that it's possible, right? Because I, I get the – you know, this is the way it's always been, or it's this type of world, or you got to know this person. And I would tell you that knowing the right people is important of value, right? So like, if you've got a bad attitude, poor work ethic, I don't care who you know, nobody's going to want to work with you, right? That's in every industry. That's not right. just in life. Everywhere. Yeah, life. Yep, yeah. exactly. And so I'm like, you know, people are always chomping at the bit to work with good people in business. And I think the same thing goes with artists. It's it's the ones that I feel like, you know, F everybody and I'm just going to do this, but I want to connect. Like, well, you know, there's a process to connect. And, you know, the, it's always about the fans. And, you know, when we're doing lineup changes or, you know, we've got, um, you know, different people on different projects right now with, with me, 
um, people receive it well. They want to hear music, right? The fans want to hear these bands. They want to hear the music. Um, and they may, you know, there may be somebody that's bothered by the drummer is somebody different or, you know, the singer was, it was, is somebody else singing main and you know, like, there's always going to be something, but then there's people who are like, man, give it to me. I love it. Right. Yeah. And I can remember, um, Chester before he passed, I can remember his last album he dropped. Right. And he was really moving the direction of what he wanted to do. And I can remember listening to the tracks. I'm like, I love it. It's it's a little bit different from from what they had started out doing, but I appreciate it for what it was. I didn't compare it to anything, and so um, you know, it, some people receive that well, and some people don't. Like nobody wants to be compared to somebody else. No, you know, right? Nobody wants to be compared to the ex boyfriend, girlfriend. I want to be compared to the ex girlfriend or ex spouse, <laughs> right. right? I mean, nobody wants it. Right? Uh, um, yeah. That's like that's so. Just listen to the new stuff, appreciate the new stuff, the new show, the new lineup, um, you know, and live life's moments. Have fun. I think people get mad when bands change up their uh, sound. They're not used to it. Yeah. And, and I, you know, like Deftones, they're the epitome. I was reading something the other day and these guys were like, they never even set out for a genre. Right. They just want to just kill it, slay, make music that they just Chino and everybody just want to make music, period. You know, you come, you come. If you don't, you don't. Um, it's all cool. It's all good. And I was like, man, what a great, what a great outlook, right? Don't even classify my genre. Um, we don't want to be put in a hole. And so I would tell you, I think a lot of artists now, we're, you know, Rev is experimenting with some remixes. So we dropped a remix on on the 23rd of this month. Um, Plastic Cinema is the name of the project. And we will be coming out with remixes in a different genre um from from plastic cinema from producer maddie so we're you know these are these are things that are important like you know we all want to do different things in life so you're going to keep something to the core and then you're going to have other things you're going to evolve um but plastic cinema will drop their first track it's going to be a make me a drink remix of a different genre and that drops on the 23rd as well this month well, quick question for you, Dean, before before we wrap this all up. Uh, one of the things that that you probably get a lot of times is when does a a band necessarily um, need to put together a team? What point would that be? Uh, I always tell them, I said, you're the only one that can answer that. But if you, it could be from day one or it could be after the first EP or the second EP, um, I always tell them just put together a good man, a good team. And you'll probably start, you'll propel a lot faster versus trying to do it all on your own. Yeah, man. I think uh, that's great advice, Sam. I I would tell you, I I believe the same. Um, You know, you don't have to get to a certain point before, you know, some folks, they don't, they don't need a manager, right? What they need is somebody to maybe help them with distribution or help them. And I, and I, and I've worked with people on releasing a song, right? And we come up, we have the marketing plan, the playlist pitching. Um, we're going to get a press release done, but you're not going to, you don't want to tour. You've got day jobs. You don't plan on going anywhere. You're not really doing anything. You just want to be known, recognized, play music. Maybe you want to play festivals, but that's it. That that's your aspiration and that's okay. Um, so you don't need a manager, you just, you need somebody to help assist you with that. But to your point, Sam is that's great advice. And just always be looking to, to grow 
and to surround yourself with the right people that align with what you're doing and where you're going that believe in you um, that can help, you know, accelerate that growth. And, and that comes at different times for different people. And I'm sure like you, I get hit up with stuff and, you know, somebody's ready and I'm like, you know, there's no social engagement. There's no following. There's no, there's no anything. They hadn't done any touring. They don't have a booking agent. And, and I'm, I'm like, ready for what? You mean you're going to have to start like, like my recommendation and I'll tell them, you know, I'll share some information like, Hey, here's where I would start. Right. You don't need a manager. You don't need to hire somebody on retainer. You just need to start here. And, you know, folks will hit me up on stuff and I'm always accessible um, and I'll respond. And then, you know, the one thing probably like you that just always I'm like, uh, don't just openly send me a bunch of stuff. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) At least say hi first. I don't know you. Just right. say hi first, at least. And say, say hi. Hey. Did you have a good hey. weekend yep. before you send me the new EP press kit and a bunch of video links and <laughs> how much you want to work together? Like, just, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah. Or at I, least it, ask me, hey, I'm in this project. I'm love that. I, I send you this stuff. And I of love course, that. both yeah. you and I always say yes. And then afterwards, yes. after we listen to it, we, that's when we'll tell them, hey, it's not for me or. Yeah, let's talk. Yeah, where you guys? Yeah, at? somebody hits you up and you add him as a friend. All of a sudden, you get the do, 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 yeah. do, and uh, yeah, and then it's let me know what you think. And I'm yeah, like, I, don't, so, I don't, I don't know you. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm a podcaster and not a band manager. I get that a lot. Also, people send yeah. me their songs all the time. Hey, what do you think? Is it good for your show? What do you think? I'm like, uh, send it over to Sam. Now he does this. Here, send it to Sam. <laughs> you have the Here's same Sam's reaction email. I do then. Yeah. Here's Sam's email address. Send it to him. He, he does all the yeah. bookings now. Instead, <laughs> what Sebastian does is he ends up sending dick pics. That's his biggest thing. He returns <laughs> He returns oh. with like a little shrimp dick pic just to uh, <laughs> remind you, you should probably say hi first. Yeah, because yeah, that doesn't always happen either, right? Like, you know, people just... You know, there should be like a greeting, right? Hello, like something. I get some of those just weird hellos. I'm like, hi. Well, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. What, what, what do you want? What, 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 what are you messaging me for? Yeah, they get a little hand wave. I had to just be nice, I guess. It's nice. No, they're, they're trying to engage conversation. I get about average about five a day. Three of them will be legit. Two will probably be, you know, some female. Have you guys in, been getting hit up by the Bitcoin folks lately? Oh yeah. My God. Yes. yeah. What is the deal with the ads? They, they it's Dude, not it's even right. who you who you think, and it's like no. you, they have no profile. It's like if, yeah. if, they, if they it's only Bitcoin or just marijuana, I am not adding them as a friend because it's probably <laughs> a, a weird fake profile, man. I mean, I don't know. It is weird. I do want to say though, uh, I did go to the dnsagency.com and need uh, the website. Could use a little work, but you're getting there. <laughs> well, no you, know, you know what's interesting is I kept it that way. And originally when I started, I modeled it off a of CAA. And at the time, and I'm because I, I do need to revamp it, but at the time, like CAA, right? So Yeah, you had to go into agent, touring. You had to you, go into you, touring. You had to know somebody, but all it listed was its office and a phone number. Yeah. So the logo's super cool. What's your, logo, your logo is really awesome, Thank man. Thank you. Yeah, so was, I actually kind of looked at some other people, and at the time, William Morris was kind of the same way, and I kind of modeled that. They, they've they evolved. I haven't on that side. Um, 
It's and it's so, horrible upkeep, Dean. So you know what? Keep it the way you want to keep it because I you now really have, don't need one. You really don't even need a website, honestly. For what I, you're doing. I I, I just added page is what it is. It's yeah, I just page. I just added a band today uh, because we already started getting offers in, and they shoved me on it. So I'm like, okay, I guess we got to announce you today then. Um, and then I still have to add add him uh, up here to the page as well. Cause I really do manage him and now I'm partners with him with, with the podcast. So, yeah. um, and so yeah, it's, just keep it the way you keep it. Just have, <laughs> don't even worry about it. Don't even, don't listen to him. Don't listen. Well, to him. well, I would say it's been on my mind. It's, it's been on my mind prior to pandemic and I've had some people at high levels that I, that I'm associated with mentioned to me, you know, like, Hey, you should update that. Um, but I also tell you, I find more stuff outdated by people. Oh my God. There's Links a lot. that don't work like stuff. That's old. The, the bio doesn't, the, those people are gone. They changed. <laughs> and I'm like, mine's a landing page. Right? Okay. Listen. I'm going to relate to that real quick. Okay. I do got to say this before a band comes on and even you, right. I will go to their website and look up their stuff. Now, if their website hasn't been updated uh, since COVID started, there's probably a lot of changes. Like one band, I said, oh, so your album drops March, more your EP drops March 21st, right? Well, like, yeah, 2019. Or, I was like, well, if your website just says March 21st, it doesn't say. I just assumed it was 2021 because it was right. like a week before. So, yeah, please, people, if you're in a band – COVID is like pretty much over almost go update your websites and your tours and your who's in your band. Cause when you get interviewed by people like me, we don't know these things. We go to your page to research you. And then we sound like idiots. Like we don't know what we're talking about. Well, one thing I would just throw out there that <laughs> I do know, like I'm working right now, like it took us um, like rep theory. They didn't have their YouTube channel for six years um, from Interscope. So I, I managed to get that back a couple years ago for them and like the Twitter took me a year because it was tied to a phone that was no longer in existence. Yeah. And, you know, so just an FYI to people that are out there, like, you know, to your point, Sebastian, have stuff current. But I do know that there's like hiccups out there with, you know, even folks that have, you know, done gold or platinum records that just they don't have access or, you know, like that's why it may not be updated. But if you have the ability to have it updated, keep it current. For yeah, sure. Absolutely. Okay, well, I guess that pretty much about wraps it up. If you want to contact Dean, I mean, you're on Facebook and you're you're you on your website. You do have your, I would assume your contact email on there. Contact email is there. Go straight to me. It hit me on Facebook. I have the DNS agency page. It's got you know five or six thousand people. You know, just like everybody else, it doesn't get a lot of activity. The personal stuff always gets the activity. Um, Twitter, Instagram. Yeah, Facebook. He's that's probably Messenger is the best way to contact him. He'll respond to you. Yeah, and if you're in a band and you're on my Facebook page, make sure you contact Dean. He may manage you guys also. No, don't do that. I'm just joking. And contact Sam who do all your booking. He, he no, no, absolutely. <laughs> that's hey. awesome. No, that's not awesome. Show. All right. Okay. I got I got four <laughs> tours, four tours, three releases, this podcast, truck driving all day long. I don't need any more on my plate. Thank you. I appreciate yeah. it. <laughs> oh, I'm just having fun. Okay. Everyone, please go to uh ww.thelothpod.net. Go check out our YouTube channel and please subscribe, subscribe, subscribe on Facebook. 
uh, click that. There's like a little bell or notification when we go live. Click on that to get notified every time we're on. And we're still on Apple, on Spotify. Dean, thank you so much for being on the podcast. You're welcome, guys. guys. I appreciate, really appreciate that. it. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and shout out to Ghost Town Rebellion. I do. I, I love those guys. I know them. They've been on the show a couple times. So, and all yeah. the kids that you represent, for that matter. All right, guys. I think we're done. Okay. So but this is the loud spot outro by nothing short of tragic. Is this all talk with no action? No. Is this my thoughts with distraction? No. Is this what I bought that's in fashion? Or is this the loud spot with Sebastian? Yes. Does nothing short of tragic have his back again? Yes. Does everything that's good really have to end? Yes. A pin post has a pin show, so to get more episodes, make an order. This is over. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.